Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us from wherever you are all over the world. Based on recent events happening around us, we would like to share with you a video from 17th of January 2021. This video is titled, You Become Who You Believe, and we believe that this video is incredibly essential to our discourse and the things that we've been sharing lately. Regular programming and subsequent live streams will resume next week Sunday. Do stay with us. Praise the Lord. We welcome you all to our live broadcast this Sunday, January 17, 2021. Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercies because your grace abounded. Lord, as we minister to your people by your grace, open hearts and minds. Deliver as many as possible and help everyone who are your children, Lord, to rise up and take the challenge. In Jesus' name we pray. Our instrumental is taken today again from our brother Caleb Brassi. Again, our thanks to him. Today's topic, you become who you believe. The outline, introduction. Two, the echo chamber. Three, faith comes from hearing God's word. Four, becoming like Christ. Five, in his presence. God is looking for those who believe his word, study his word, act on his word, and live according to his word. Introduction. Followers of Christ are not called to take on the character of their pastors, or their denominations, or their general overseers, or their bishops, or their elders, but the character of their Lord and Savior. That's number one. Number two, the Holy Spirit is the teacher and guide that enables believers into becoming like Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. We concluded the last series, The Son of God, last Sunday. We were to start a new series today, which is the person of the Holy Spirit. But we needed to set the table for what we believe will be a very instructive series, meaning the person of the Holy Spirit will come next Sunday. Today's topic is the bridge between the last series, the Son of God, and the Holy Spirit. Today's topic, which is you become who you believe, is what we need to hear today. It's very important. Are you aware that people eventually assume the character of whoever they believe? That means they become whom they believe. The Lord knows this. Humanity's enemy, Satan, knows this. Principalities and powers know it. Dictators, political leaders, hypnotists, 
false religious leaders. They know it too. Are you aware that people assume a lie to be true if it's repeated often? Dictators, conatis, apostate denominations, false pastors and Jews use repetition to wow and hold their listeners. The more they repeat a lie, the more it's believed. Are you aware that wicked people use hate to gain a following? They find out what things their target groups hate. Then they tell out their messages accordingly to attract them. Are you aware that everyone has blind spots? Everybody. Drivers know what I mean. There are some places a driver cannot see through the mirrors. He or she must look this way or that way to see if there are cars or other obstacles on the sides if you are driving. Even though the rear view side mirrors allow drivers to see wide areas as they are driving, but those areas of the sides cannot be seen unless you take time and look before you maybe go into that lane or into that lane. Are you aware that wicked people often use our blind spots because we all have our blind spots, which I will enumerate like predispositions, the things we're made to believe, biases, like hate of the other, tribalist, racist, whatever, another worldview to whip up sentiments that could make us do things that we would never have done had we but looked behind a little and not relied on the mirrors of our life, so to speak. That means doing due diligence in everything we hear. Crooked politicians and false leaders are adept at using people's blind spots. They manipulate their followers using their blind spots to win them over and to keep them tied to them. The echo chamber. The online Cambridge English Dictionary defines the echo chamber as a room or space in which sound echoes. You speak, comes back. Sound is repeated because they're echoing from the walls. But figuratively, it's a situation in which people only hear opinions of one type, or opinions that are similar to their own. The dictionary.com amplifies it further, an environment in which op same opinions are repeatedly voiced and promoted so that people are not exposed to opposing views. Those who attend some denominations understand exactly what I'm saying. You shouldn't interact with other believers because they may pollute you. So you remain within the confines of that denomination or that building called church, or that church organization, only hearing and listening to one point of view. Unscrupulous politicians and false religious leaders use echo chambers to promote their lies. Their followers believe every word. So they carry the word, they spread it among themselves. God's children. If it's politicians, the same poly, the party or the same tribe or the same race, whatever. Their followers believe every word. And continuous repetition acquires the status of fact. And people are ready to die that that is a fact. 
Because lives, like I said, become facts with continuous repetition. All these people understand what we call confirmation bias. Confirmation bias means that people generally pay attention to the information they like and reject the one they don't like. What they support what they already believe or expect. That's what we call confirmation bias. Number three, faith comes from hearing God's word. First scripture, please read. I read from Romans chapter 10, verse 17. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. Praise the Lord. Faith comes from through the hearing of the word of God. Through the study of the scriptures. Through reading the Bible. Sermons and teachings must always be about Jesus, the Son of God, who died for our sins, rose from the dead, ascended into the heavens, and gave us a chance to preach the same message so that others may believe. Because hearing God's word is sine qua non for spiritual growth. That means it is mandatory for spiritual growth. It's a condition precedent for growth. The enemy has attacked the study and the hearing of the scriptures so much. So what does he do? They, that Satan and his demons have intensified the attacks on the church by creating counterfeit messages to compete with the scriptures. They aim. They want to destroy believers' faith in Christ. So their practice is to bombard believers with counterfeit messages so that they can no longer hear God's word. It is not by accident that many buildings called churches and denominations no longer preach the gospel of Christ. These buildings have become echo chambers. That's why we went to echo chamber. We have pastors and Jews tell their followers those things that tingle the ears and keep them coming for more. No, it's like a drug. They want more. That's why Jews and pastors, many of them preach worldly messages. Less with some words from the scriptures. Such, such messages draw crowds. And large crowd means more money from offerings and what they call tithes. Many believers in these echo chambers have this mindset. Whatever the pastor Jew says must be God's word. Some even see them as intermediaries between them and God. The opinions of pastors and Jews reverberate inside these, their echo chambers. You see, their denominations, they are, see, they have a captive audience. And the more their members listen. Remember what I said about lies. The more you repeat, it becomes believable. With time, believers in those buildings called churches assume the character of their leaders. They believe in their leaders so much that they have become like their leaders. That means they become whom they have believed. 
So they believed error, so they become like their leaders and continue to spread error and draw other people into error. Followers of pastors and geos have a big problem. Because as their leader goes, so do they. If their leaders have fallen, sprouting false doctrines, they themselves embrace the false doctrines and teach them true. So they themselves also have fallen, not knowing that they have fallen. They believe their leader rather than the word of God. New converts who enter such places, they don't know any better. They soon begin to think, talk and act like other members. Remember other members have become like the pastor, the Jew. So they too say, well, that's the way it is. So that must be how Christians, that's the way Christ must have told them to do. So they lose their innocence and the joy of their salvation. They lose their faith in Christ as they adopt the faith of the leaders. So as they adopt the faith, you know, in the leaders of, the, of those echo chambers. Meaning they have become whom they have believed. So they become like the rest. Fallen. Believers, especially new converts, often take the easy way out. They mistakenly think that going to a building called church on Sundays, dancing to music, giving offerings, and listening to the pastors is what it means to be a follower of Christ. No, it's not. During the sermon, even in the ones where sometimes a message is preached that is from the Bible, very few take notes. And even among those that do, very few make out time when they reach home to use their Bibles to check whether what they heard is true or not. Many of these buildings called churches and denominations represent present and clear dangers for new converts and low information Christians. I repeat, many of these places are present and clear dangers for new converts and low information Christians. Last Sunday we concluded our series, The Son of God, with this, the Son of God, with the following. We had a, you know, a blog on Facebook page, that's a summary of that broadcast. It is like this and I want to repeat here. New converts should stay in their homes, studying the Bible, praying to God in the name of Jesus Christ. They shouldn't rush to go to any building called church until they hear directly from their Lord and Savior. We concluded that statement by saying the error of directing new converts to what we used to call living or Bible-believing churches is over. Because of what? There's apostasy everywhere. Too many ravenous woes masquerading as pastors and Jews, whose sole motive is to reach themselves through preaching unbiblical worldly prosperity messages. That's our conclusion, and we stand by it. I know some of you have written and asked a few questions. My question would be, which is better? That a new convert stays home, reads the Bible, and eventually gets, which is the reason why we are going to talk on the Holy Spirit next week, the person of the Holy Spirit. Because he will teach the person. And the person will grow. Then he may not send that person back to a, even if that church is apostate, that person may not have something to know or to do in that church. We believe they have to stay at home because why do they have to go and take poison? 
You don't want their faith to die. That's why we made that statement. And we stand by it. One believers in Christ will proclaim salvation in the name of Jesus Christ. We don't want them to proclaim salvation in the name of their pastors and Jews. By the, you know, telling people that you know, a pastor can do this, can do that, please come to our church. No. We want people to proclaim that Christ who comes to visit them in their homes. As they study the scriptures. Whispers in their heart. And they begin to understand how God leads. That's what the person will want you to be. So you can tell others that same Jesus. Not the Jesus that your pastor is parading that may be mammon. We want them to believe that God would hear them directly if they prayed to him. We had the experience, myself and my wife. So I'm not saying grammar. I'm speaking the truth to you. I don't want new converts or people listening to me to put their faith in another human being. Because many who believe that their pastors and Jews are it. They are wrong. Can you imagine when the Lord visits you in your home, whispers in your ears, or the Holy Spirit directs you in your heart? What a joy that would be. He may still send you out. He did send us eventually to churches. Yes. But you know what you know. Praise the Lord. We want you listening to us. To build your relationship with God and to be equipped in your closet before venturing out. And when you do venture out, you should be led by the Holy Spirit. Permit me to assert that no denomination today has the whole truth doctrines. The only place to find the whole truth doctrine is in the scriptures, the Bible, the word of God. That's the only place where the truth doctrines are. So why don't you go to the source? Why do you need all these intermediaries who may have fallen and then you fall with them, not knowing you have fallen? There's only one teacher that is perfect, the Holy Spirit. Only he. I want to make the following statements. Please hear me well. If Christ died to satisfy our creature comforts, you know, our needs, our wants. Then he died in vain. If Christ died so that we will be rich in this world, then he died in vain. If the mission of God was to make you and I to rule this earth, then Christ's sacrifice was in vain. I ask, why would the Son of God leave heaven? Take on the form of human beings to die and an ignominious death on the cross. When with a war, he could have created a new earth. Raise human beings. But this time, robots will obey him. But he did not. Question why? Love. Rather, he chose us. In our fallenness, so that by redeeming us with his blood, we will apprehend his truth. We will accept his mission. Proclaim the gospel of the kingdom that leads to, to, to lead eternal life. Not a gospel today of the world that leads to death. But the gospel of the kingdom that leads to eternal life. That's why he chose us in our fallenness. Raised us up to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Not the gospel of the world. Praise the Lord. Eternal life is one that nothing in this life can compare with. 
eternal life is a life that is impossible for the human mind to comprehend except God reveals it to you that is the truth I'll leave it at that go in your closet you meet him there believers in Christ must confront the errors dished out in the echo chambers that's what I mean by take the challenge don't just enjoy the message and that is all no, do something about it confront the errors if you are still attending those places call your pastor Jew give him the message and ask him or her to be, begin to talk to you these echo chambers are being used by human beings wolves in sheep's clothing to defraud the lazy and the weak if you are listening to this message you are not lazy, you are not weak because you are listening, you know the truth only by telling the truth can people be freed except you tell them the truth people cannot be freed they may hate you initially but with time if they truly are children of God something will happen in their lives and they will say that's true and they go back in their closet and read the Bible and when they read the Bible they find out the truth and then the truth will do what? set them free praise the Lord and if you happen to be a pastor or Jew I am pleading with you in the name of our Savior Jesus Christ to go to the Lord in prayers seek his face and he will tell you if genuinely you seek because if you a Jew of millions or a pastor of hundreds or thousands if you are freed you will free also your congregation by telling them the truth you stop deceiving them with lies and teachings of worldly prosperity and import from the United States of America by falling people that have fallen so bad that they are so bad. But that's not the subject of this message. When you do, you will have to free many millions and thousands and hundreds. They need to be freed from your echo chambers, Pastor G.O. I beg you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I plead with you, my brothers and my sisters. Let God's people go. Stop keeping them bondage because you want their tithes and their offerings. By the way, there's no biblical foundation for your tithe in the New Testament church. I'm pleading with you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's your message to you today. Stop. If you hear this message, you are in error. Release God's people. They don't belong to you. They belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. With the present situation where apostasy is pervasive, that means there's a fallenness, it's total. That's why we're encouraging new converts. And even you, my brothers and study the scriptures at home. Study. Trust that the Holy Spirit will guide you. If you have sincerely believed and chosen Jesus Christ, Son of God, above self and all else. But remember, God may send you to any of those places. Then please go. But start in the closet and hear him guide you. When the time is right, after he's equipped you, he will give you further guidance. He's your master, he's your Lord. Like I said, he may take you, send you, okay, go to that church there in your neighborhood. He knows this, that teaching false doctrine, but he wants you to go. Maybe he'll use you to touch many there. Who knows? Because you have the Holy Spirit and you're obedient. You will discern what is right and wrong doctrines being taught in those echo chambers if you happen to go in there. Becoming like Christ. Next topic. I'll read this scripture. Again, we read it before. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. Isaiah says, Lord who has believed our message 
Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of God. When we become children of God, we're expected to be like Jesus. To be like him in words and deeds. As little children, we must desire the milk of the world. Just like a child desires her mother's milk. Studying God's word increases our faith. And helps us to grow into maturity. The more we study, the more we hear the voice of God speaking to us through his word. Remember when I talk about becoming like Christ. The person you believe is whom you become. And because we believe in the Savior, we become like him in speech and actions. I'll read the third scripture, please. Do not let your hearts be troubled. The Lord told his disciples. You believe in God. Believe also in me. See it. If you believe him, you become like him. Becoming like Christ is through believing him, believing his word. God, knowing the importance of his word of growth, instructed Joshua in Joshua 1 8. Next scripture, please. And you read. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Praise the Lord. God instructed Joshua because he knows the importance of the scriptures. Because his word, when he studies it, he becomes like, he's not going to be God, but he's going to become, he will understand the mind of God and be acting like God would act in that situation. The psalmist told us that God's word is a lamp that guides our feet and lights our path. Next scripture, I'll read it. Since your word is a lamp to guide my feet and the light for my path. Psalm 119105. And I say, it is that lamp that continues to light our path as we rest, as we journey to eternal life. It is the compass, it is the light. There is no other alternative. If there are, I will tell you. In summary, we can become like our pastors and Jews. Or we can become like Jesus. We can continue to be part of the echo chambers, listening to worldly messages from compromised pastors. Or we study the scriptures to become like Jesus. There is no middle ground. Only through studying the scriptures can we discern truth and lies. The Bible is a prism that suppresses lies from truth. Whoever speaks contrary to the scriptures is false. It doesn't matter who that person is. Number five, in his presence. Next scripture read, please. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Praise the Lord. The Bible is a spirit-inspired document. Therefore, it requires spirit-enabled interpretation. Spirit empowerment is an absolute necessity for all believers in Christ. So ask your question, which is better? To be taught by God or to be taught by human beings? I want to assert, have church organizations remained faithful? They would have been the appropriate vehicles to teach young converts and teach believers. 
But 21st century church organizations have become apostate. I say all of them, just like Israel was apostate before the Lord's first coming. And just as Israel was apostate at his first coming, I did not recognize the Lord when he came into his temple, so will apostate church organizations not recognize his second coming. They will embrace Antichrist, thinking that he's the Christ. God will allow them to be blinded because they had rejected God's truth by their words and actions. They have made common cause with the world's political leaders, whether in Africa or in America. Yes, the so-called churches are in cahoots with politicians in Africa, in the United States of America. The places that claim that they, are, they, are, they have Christian churches. They have gone there in cahoots. So when Antichrist comes, the army is ready. A trial run has just been completed. And it was successful for the enemy, but for divine intervention. So when that time comes, oh yes, the Antichrist will have a ready army. And they need a church, so-called church, but it's a posted church. That's why we pray and plead with you. Allow God to teach you directly, please. But you have to sanctify yourself and you set yourself apart. You're not going to double in sin and expect God to talk to you, no. That time foretold of God teaching his people is now. Let's scripture, please. Read. I'll read from 1 John chapter 2, verses 24 to 27. Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us, eternal life. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. Okay. Sorry. 27. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Praise the Lord. Watch John's exhortation. It's similar to the two scriptures we are going to read from Jeremiah and from Brother Peter. Next scripture, please. Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 to 34. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Verse 34. No more shall every man teach his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. Praise the Lord. Next scripture, please. Acts chapter 2, verses 16 to 18. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, 
that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. Praise the Lord. Those three scriptures are self-explanatory. This is the time of the Holy Spirit teaching his church. So next Sunday, we start the person of the Holy Spirit. You don't want to miss it. Because we'll talk not just about baptism of the Holy Spirit, we'll talk about who is the Holy Spirit, how does he operate, and how you can be in tune with him, so that he will guide you at every step as you walk this walk. Please tune in to watch next Sunday. Nothing between my soul and the Savior is today's song. Nothing between my soul and the Savior, not a new human being. Not of this world's delusive dream. I have renounced all sinful pleasure. Jesus is mine. There's nothing between my soul and Him. Nothing between my soul and the Savior. So that His blessed face may be seen by me. Nothing preventing the least of His favor. Keep the way clear. Let nothing in between. Nothing between like worldly pleasure. Habits of life. Though harmless they seem, must not my heart for him ever serve. Severe. I mustn't allow worldly pleasures to severe my connection with God. He's my all. There should be nothing in between. Nothing between my soul and the Savior so that his blessed face may be seen. Nothing preventing the least of his favor. Therefore, I keep everything clear. Let nothing stand between me and my Savior. Nothing between, like pride or station, myself or friends shall not intervene. That means not self, not selfish desire, no friends shall come between me and my Savior. Don't may cost me much tribulation or tribulation. I'm resolved. Nothing should stand between me and my Savior. That should be your determination today too. Nothing between my soul and the Savior. That should be your determination if you want the Holy Spirit to come. So that his blessed face may be seen. Nothing preventing the list of his. Make sure nothing is standing between you and God. Not even your selfish desires. Keep the way clear. Let nothing be in between. And the Holy Spirit is going to come. Nothing between. Even many hard trials, no matter how much, whatever it is. Though the whole world is against me, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Watching with prayer, much self-denial. I will triumph at last. There's nothing between. Nothing between my soul and the Savior. So that his blessed face may be seen. Nothing preventing the least of his favor. Keep the way clear. Let nothing be in between. This was by Charles Albert Tindley. He was a black American of African descent. I believe he was born in 1851 and he died in 1933. These are men who served God, who cried, who traveled, even in the difficulties of those years. So he's ministering to us today, even though dead many years. 
Nothing should be in between you and God. And if you can use this week to prepare yourself and hear a message of the Holy Spirit, which will start next week, your Christian work will achieve and reach a new dimension. By His grace, of course. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, I have given your people your word. The word is one, has become one giant echo chamber. Where one person with an account in one of these social media can command attention of millions and ask them to commit a crime and they will commit a crime. Telling us, of course, that but for your grace, that when the Antichrist comes too, such a person will also have people, millions too, waging war on his behalf. Father, I'm praying for my brothers and sisters in these echo chambers, God buildings, God churches, in denominations that have gone apostate. A time that is almost identical to the time of your first coming. Father, I'm praying. Open the eyes of many. Deliver as many, O oh God, my Father, from the clutches of these men and women of the belly. Deliver them from unscrupulous politicians. Deliver them from false pastors and general overseers. Deliver them from compromised individuals. Make your way, Lord, in their hearts. Let your countenance, Father, I pray, shine upon them, that they may be delivered in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. I'll see you all next Sunday. Be praying for us as we pray for you.